0: Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today. We have a bonus interview for you today where we are talking with director Dana Nachman, who is the director of the new documentary film Dear Santa. And Dana, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So before we get talking about the movie, I just thought I'd ask, how did you uh, become a director of documentaries? This is now you've done several. Uh, how did that, uh,
1: how did you get to the place where you're at? sure um well i was a television producer uh for a long time and i one year got uh, assigned a documentary so i used to do uh pieces that were about three minutes long anywhere from one and a half to three minutes long and then one year i got assigned a 60 minute documentary and when i did that i, was, I fell in love with it i thought oh my god this is so much you get so much more into it obviously mm-hmm. and, and it, do bigger stories. Um, So I did that. And then I've done several of that for the TV station I worked at. And then I I embarked on my first independent documentary, um, which was released in 2008, Uh, went to the Toronto Film Festival and was uh, bought by MSNBC Films. And that kind of catapulted my new my new career of filmmaking. And I guess Dear Santa is my sixth feature.
0: Wow, so did you go to uh, to film school or or uh, what was your background?
1: Oh, sure. Um, I went to um i I did an undergraduate degree in uh, something unrelated, and then I went to graduate school at NYU for broadcast journalism. Okay. Um, so I never went to film school, but I, I. I consider now my film school. I'm always listening to podcasts about filmmaking and, mm-hmm. and like, uh, I just recently joined the director's guild of America and they have um, so many things about learning the craft. So I'm constantly in film school. I've decided. That's, yeah, that's great.
0: Okay. Uh, so how did you get involved in dear Santa as a, well, why don't you first, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what the documentary is about and tell us how you became involved in it.
1: Sure. So, um, so, so, Dear Santa is about the hundred hundreds of thousands of letters that get sent to Santa Claus every year. Um, the United States Postal Service has been taking in these letters for more than a hundred years, and they help Santa uh, respond to them. Yeah, and that's what the, that's what the film's about.
0: Yeah. So, how did you become involved in it in the film?
1: So, um, so my film, let's see, in two, uh, about eight years ago, my mom, uh, saw a a book at the, at the post office and she bought it for me, a picture book about this program, Operation Santa. And, um, and she, I read it every year to my kids and I thought to myself, it's such an amazing book, but it would be an even better film, but it was Christmas time and I couldn't really talk to them in my, in their busiest time. So I would just put it off. And then the next year I'd think about it again and again and again. So finally in 2008. I said, enough is enough. I need to tell this, do this. So I wrote an email to the United States Postal Service. I said, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. Um, Feel free to reach back out to me in March, you know, when you're you're not busy anymore. Um, And they wrote me back right away. And we went back and forth for several months. And then finally, they gave me complete access to the program for last year.
0: Oh, wow! So you are very careful in the documentary to not give away any of santa's secrets uh, and I was wondering if that was it was that challenging uh to make sure all the interviews kind of stayed on uh no. on, on,
1: just, they were all good <laughs> yeah, it was really fun I mean yeah. once we kind of made that decision it was it was kind of interesting. I expected people to be a little less um deadpan about it. But it was like, if I asked a question in a, in a certain way, like, you know, how do you communicate with Santa, people would just respond, you know, it was super easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one of the things that we decided early on was to have the narrators of the story or the, the owners of the story be children. So mm-hmm. we, um, you know, and, and one of the first questions I asked every child was, pretend I was a Martian from out of space and I never heard of Santa before. Tell me everything about that, you know, about Santa. And so they would, you know, so we, we got to look into their world and how, and it was, I, one thing that was struck me about that was they each have a little different bent on the whole thing, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what made it super fun is, you know, there's this kind of gray area around it all. And so we were able to go into those cracks a little bit and I, I love that. Yeah. That I, it
0: was it was really cute. All the kids talking about uh, their, their, especially when they were explaining the mall Santas, and uh, that was really cute.
1: <laughs> that was really funny. I know I mean, that was, and like more than one child said it was the shoes that would tip them off if they were oh, yeah. They were they were real Santa's Oh yeah, like, Santa's helpers.
0: <laughs> yeah, she sees them with the Crocs on, him, and they're like, "No, that's not the real Santa." <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Yeah, that was really cute. So, how did you decide who to profile? you have so many to choose from.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a combination between um, you know just a lot of logistics, like which letters came in. You know, a lot of letters kind of have like buckets of themes, like um, you know. So we didn't want too many pet ones, and we didn't want too many toy ones, and we didn't want too many um you know poverty ones we just wanted just enough of everything and so then once we chose the the kind of themes we wanted it was a matter of logistics like where could we get to um you know there happened to become a lot in like the michigan Chicago, Cleveland area. (laughs) So that section of of, it became easier to like go between all of those. You know, we expected there to be much more New York than we actually got, which was interesting. Um, So it was it was a lot of like it was it was like a a gigantic puzzle. You know, most most films are puzzles, um, but this was really a difficult puzzle just because we had to we had such a short time frame. We had to just pick and choose wisely of where we could get to and just how we can Uh pull it all off. Now,
0: Christmas obviously has Christian uh, underpinnings and traditions, but do you think that Santa as a figure bridges uh, cultures and beliefs?
1: Oh, well, thank you for that question. See, I, I don't even celebrate Christmas. I'm Jewish. And so I, uh, I very much resonate with that question. And I would have to say yes. I mean, of course, there's religious um, underpinnings to the whole thing. But being somebody who's never once celebrated Christmas, um, I love Christmas probably more than anybody that you could tell by Yeah what I did. And I think it's just it's a time of year that we can all come together, um, think about one another, think about family, think about warmth, um, think about all these themes that no matter what religion you are, they resonate, right? Mm-hmm. So I 100% not to take away from anybody's religion, um, but think it could be for everybody. And I, I hope the film is for everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, so what
0: would you say to kids who are worried about Christmas in 2020 with everything that's gone wrong? <laughs> what oh. would you say?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I'm hopeful that we can start, I mean, now is the time, right? The season's starting and everybody should write their letters to Santa. And I think that, you know, there's never been uh, a bigger, uh, you know, uh, exposure for this for Santa and his work than mm-hmm. this film, I don't think. Yeah. Um, I mean I don't know if that sounds too bold. I don't want to be conceited, but but I think, you know, <laughs> that, that's what I hope, I hope it will do. Um and so I think people should write their letters and I think all people out there who can help in any big or small way should should come on board with Santa. I think, you know, he's he's raring to go. He's been resting up um and I think we can all help him this year. <laughs> okay, good. Uh so there's one uh,
0: there's there's there are two pet uh kid, kids that w- wish for pets in uh, yeah. uh in the in the documentary one yeah. h- who wishes for bunny uh-huh. and i was and wondering wait. what's that <laughs> oh yeah he wishes for ten bunnies yeah. um and i was wondering with those things how do they coordinate that because like what if the parents like no don't
1: uh, you know like we yeah. don't have animals I mean, that, or whatever uh, yeah, Santa would not approve of the p- of parents being mad. <laughs> so, um, so he does have elves who reach out to the parents and say, okay, "Hey, good. are you good with this?" And I think you know he's very persuasive too. So once once yeah. the call, I think he he you know he he holds some clout. Like I think your kid really deserves it. They've been really nice this year. So I don't know. And both of the times we were involved, the parents were very eager. Yeah. Well, the the little the puppy was so
0: cute, and the the bunny was cute too. But and so so calm for a bunny.
1: (laughs) That was so funny. (laughs) I mean, those two things happened at the exact same time. So I was only actually physically at the bunny one. Oh, Um, you were? Yeah, but the funny thing about the puppy one, from when I you know I went through all the footage, was that the kids didn't realize it was theirs which i thought was hysterical you yeah know, the, the puppy was coming to, for a visit and then when they realized it was actually their puppy that was just so great yeah it was so cute and one thing that was interesting about the bunny
0: one at least uh, from well, my my thoughts uh, from watching it is a uh, the it seemed like that the sister was more excited about it than the then the boy who actually wrote the letter he was I mean he was excited was very calm he was very calm and she's like
1: oh, she's freaking out you know over on the other side and I thought that was interesting yeah I mean I think you know it's I didn't I don't know them very well you know but I think that was just a function of their personalities like uh-huh. I think he was a very quiet Measure, But I actually think he was profoundly moved by it, where I think she's probably going to be like an actress um, one day, like she was very her motions were very upfront and center. So I think that that was a function of who they were as people. Uh, but they made for a hysterical shoot, I thought I thought they were hysterical, like just the differences between them was very funny. Do, you, do they sometimes have a hard time locating
0: the, the these letters, the people who send these yeah. letters? Yeah. Yeah. Must I must mean, be that's hard. One,
1: one thing for any kid to know is that the return address, like Santa really needs to know the return address. So that's like of the most important thing to put on a letter to Santa is your address. Yes. Mm. Yeah. There are a lot of letters that unfortunately can't get dealt with because of that.
0: Right that makes sense yeah so uh so the 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 kid the gay boy who wrote in to santa um that that one i was hoping for a little bit more of an update uh, on on how that all worked out with uh with with that uh story and i was just wondering if uh if you had anything on that
1: yeah so so I could tell you a little bit about our process of how we how we dealt with this was you know we the post office can't give out any personal identifying information of anybody that writes in right uh-huh. so so basically, if we were interested in a story, they would send an express mailer out to that the parents and say, "Hey, your story has caught the interest of a documentary filmmaker. Your kid's letter has caught the uh, the uh, attention of Dana Nachman. Please, please uh, contact her if you're interested." And then we would we would attach a copy of the letter. Um, uh-huh. And so, but we had an internal struggle with that letter because the kid, for anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Said basically, um, Dear Santa, do you and God love? LGBTQ people, if I you know, will you still love me if I am gay? Something like that. Yeah. And the way that it was written, we were very nervous in a way of what the backstory for this child was. Mm. So we didn't do what we usually do, which was send the letter to the parents. Um, so we really didn't have a chance or not opportunity to talk to the family, but we thought that the and and we had a criteria which was in order to focus on these stories, we wanted both sides. We wanted the letter writer and the person who adopted the letter, but we thought this one was so compelling that we decided to, to not go with our own rule because we didn't want to miss out on that letter because it was just so, so amazing. So that's why, and I'd agree with you. I, I wanted more too, but we just didn't want to jeopardize. That makes sense. That kid. Yeah. That
0: makes sense. Yep. That makes sense.
1: So uh, the mother who
0: asked for the crib uh, uh, what about? I wanted to hear a little update on uh on that. Uh, how old's the baby now? Is it a year oh, old?
1: Oh, you know, it's a good question. I should call her. I haven't talked to her. Um, I'm gonna reach out to her. The baby, I think the baby was gonna be born in January. So mm-hmm. um, she was such a nice woman. Um, and her kids were so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a good question. I don't have an update on them, but I I, yeah. I, I will do it.
0: <laughs> well, they were very 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 cute. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I really. Really enjoyed the film i it, it's it it was really heartwarming uh to just see all of these people serving i really enjoyed the uh the businessman who uh who had been who had gotten a letter answered when he was oh yeah and so then he was like fundraising and trying to get, because i feel yeah. like he is somebody that i think a lot of people would kind of judge as though you're kind of a uh, you're you're a, a stuffed suit you know kind of a the, i feel like people might kind of write him off a little bit and uh, and yet he was so sweet and so kind and and really tr- you know trying and i don't know so that was also one i, I enjoyed
1: Oh, I'm really glad. Yeah, we were, yeah. We were worried about that because he, you know, some people have this like uh, costume they wear all the time. Like he always wears a suit and I think it was the yeah. suit that really makes you feel that way. And so we worked really hard to uh, to, to get him at, as authentic as he as he it really is. So I'm mm-hmm. glad it comes off that way. Cause yeah. He really that. No, I think it
0: did. I mean, maybe I just watched too many Hallmark movies because they, they usually have like the bad man of business, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was no good and then they go over to the small town or whatever and, and uh but he was <laughs> like he's like the good man of business it's great he really good <laughs>
1: yeah and he actually quit his entire wall street career just to run a non-profit now oh for doing gosh. that. <laughs> yeah
0: so he needs to be a hallmark movie
1: yeah he does that's
0: he the should... end of the story
1: yes he should be yeah
0: you should you should work on that, I think I read
1: that. yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, very good. Well, yeah. <laughs> Make me executive producer, right? No. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> uh, but if people want to watch the movie, how how can they do that? It comes out on the fourth.
1: Yep, it comes out on the 4th anywhere that you buy or rent movies, like iTunes, Amazon, um, anywhere that you usually um, rent movies. Um, and it's in theaters some places that are open, but I, I don't know by the time mm-hmm. December 4th comes, <laughs> what will happen? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So let us, you know, and then we all want to know, like, put it on social media if you if you uh, adopt letters after you watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be great. And we'll put all the information in the description people want to help people want to watch the movie uh, people want to check it out. Uh, cause I thought it was really sweet. I really enjoyed it.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so glad. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, we'll have all that in there and thanks so much for coming on the podcast. We appreciate okay, it. Thank you so much. <laughs> We'd like to thank Dana for coming on the podcast. This was so neat to get to talk with her. Let us know your thoughts and all the different things that we talked about. And if you get to see the movie, we'd love to hear your reviews in the comment section or on Twitter and make sure you're following the podcast at Pod and Podcast all of our social media. And if you're listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us a lot. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that so much. And uh, you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So I would appreciate you check that out. We have our patron group, we have our merch store, and we appreciate all of that support so much. And thanks again to Dana. We're really grateful for her interview here. So uh, we'll talk to you all later and hope you all have a Merry Christmas. Bye, everyone.